Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Vibes Alive podcast. Uh, it's kind of hard to talk with such a big smile on my face. I am feeling good today. This is going to be one of the most amazing episodes. I can already tell you because uh, two of the most amazing, influential people in my life are here in a conversation with me, bringing to you and everybody else that's going to join us. So um, welcome, Evan. Welcome, Ranjita. And thank you both, first and foremost, for being so influential uh, to me as a person, as a soul on this journey, as an energy and as a being. Um, you know, Evan, knowing it or not, man, like uh, when I first got introduced to you in Sacramento, it was right after back surgery. I remember um, very clearly. Yeah. Dialed you, right you had in. Pain and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the interview was good, but we couldn't hear it because my friend was across the street. Yeah. Um, but I did listen to these tracks and, and I started like listening more than I've listened to other music. And I listen to a lot of music, but there's a lot of things that I stand for in my heart. Music is, is like one of the top, right? Mm. But all of a sudden it was like this consciousness and strong end was a song that really kind of broke it down for me, literally like emotionally, physically learning, listening. I'm thinking this whole time we work, 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 work. I've been doing this job. I'm going crazy. I've been traveling, doing everything I'm supposed to do ah, for what? Like slow it all down. And it's like, I lost myself somewhere in between that. And that was amazing. So that's like a very start of the spark that, yeah. that you just got, you got me to think and realize that I have a soul and I should be deep digging deeper into that. And I did that and I found Ranjita. And that's why, you know, just quick introductions. We'll get that right out of the way, but that's why she's here because, well, somehow you're, you're, you're here because you want to be here and you're, and you're joining us. And I really appreciate that. But the reason I asked you to be here, I should say is because, um, I went on this adventure, soul adventure, and across that journey, I met with a lot of people, but I didn't feel until I met Ranjita. And it, it, it opened this block. It allowed all the, the, the spark that was started by listening to Indubious, a flame got ignited by Ranjita. Mm. And so as we go around, selfishly, that's why I asked you both to be here, um, but we, Ranjit and I were kind of talking about different things we could talk about today. And I think one thing that we could really dive into that I think people will at least get to acknowledge, because that's part of it, right? You don't know what's around you until you know. When you start to see it, it becomes very beautiful and clear and inspiring. And, and you feel these energies and all the presence around you. Um, nature, the connection of soul and nature and ourselves. And I think, you know, Evan, you, you, you have it, you have the very multi-talented way of, of speaking to it, but also creating it in a musical sense. Ranjita mm. has this amazing ability to intimately connect and feel and deliver whatever this energy is and lives in a canyon between, actually, maybe Ranjita, can you describe your, your connection to the energy and, and earth where you sit in Sedona? I'd be glad to. Hi, I'm just so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me to be part of this, this trinity of uh, inter interwoven love with spirit. <laughs> and um, I'm Inika Ranjita, and I have a beautiful little retreat sanctuary called Your Heart's Home in Sedona, Arizona in Oak Creek Canyon. And it sits between these two very powerful earth energies who call themselves Canyon Mama and Red Rock Papa. 
And they mm. began to tell me a story that they call Uniting Your Power Trinity. So they introduced me to themselves. They introduced me to this powerful way of bringing back the three aspects of our true power that got separated during our early course of development and how to disappear the wall that we had to place in front of our heart centers in order to protect ourselves and how to return back to heaven on Mother Earth, which is what I call home. And that's our birthright is to live in heaven on Mother Earth. And um, so they gave me a beautiful shortcut and I love sharing it with people because it really, really focuses on what's whole and complete about them, you know, how to return to their awesome holiness and to actually dwell in that heavenly reign, that kingdom or queendom that lives within mm. them. Beautiful. So. There, there was even a miracle that happened on this property that was a, an astounding, everything about it was complete miracle to represent the third aspect of the power so that it became very clear to me, <laughs> exceedingly, you know, like here's the, here's the uh, exclamation point that this is, you know, your true work. So hmm. I've been a transformational healing artist for uh, 35 years. I came to Sedona 45 years ago and uh, my whole journey has been about healing, you know, and empowering and waking up to who I really am, which makes me awake to who everyone is. You can't, you can't be awake to your own divinity and not see everyone else's divinity. And, you know, in spiritual, you know, truth, everyone is a perfect spiritual being, whether they're aware of it or not yet, you know, so, our job is to make them aware of it and to give them that power yeah. to be a co-creator with the divine. Yeah, that's a hard one to remember that um, we're perfect right where we're at. Absolutely. And I think we are pro programmed collectively as a society for continual striving. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in a very basic sense, you know, financially and status wise, I think it's built in, I think it's built into our biology. That's how we survive is by trying to, re to get ahead of the pack, you know, but in this modern time, I think it's a, it's a larger hindrance than it is a help. And then, you know, so that's kind of the, the, uh, the, the, real simple facade of it is like materialism and status, but then even spiritually we're caught in, you know, I think we're kind of collectively caught in this energy of always needing to be improving and doing work. Yeah. But um, I have found for myself, the best work that I've ever done is realizing really truly deeply realizing and integrating the ways in which I already am there. Exactly. Hmm. So and how do you do that? But, um, okay. Like what are what are what are simple reminders of that 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 because what I was saying earlier to Ranjita is that it's so amazing and I, I briefly said it, but it's like I just want people to be like you're saying, be aware of of where they are and how and how to to find the blessing of what it is in the being as opposed to the stress and the constant struggle and the constant grind. Right. So but that falls right that falls back into what we're we're talking about. So you want people to have this awareness. 
mm-hmm. within wanting people to have this awareness is the acknowledgement and the reality that they're not already there, that they're right. not perfect. Mm-hmm. So everyone is where they're at. Mm-hmm. And we have to, I have goosebumps down this one mm-hmm. side of my body that I get when I, when I talk about something that resonates. Yeah, I get those too. <laughs> oh God, so I know. exhilarating. I call, them, I call them the God bumps. Yeah, I call them, tr- or, I call them truth bumps. So I we're on the same. Bumps or, or God is bumps. <laughs> same, same wavelength. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, we have, we, we have to have delusion to have clarity. We have to have dark to have light. So there's a full spectrum of humans on a wavelength. And it's essential. They're all essential. And, you know, if we want people to, if we're wanting people to wake up, that is an external um, expression of an internal need. And so it really comes from an in your satisfaction is going to come from your internal waking up and the real waking up that we can do is realizing that everything is perfect right where it is. So you get to this point of full acceptance. It's acceptance of what we are. I accept what I am mostly, you know, obviously this is all a a work in progress, not to get back to the work thing, but you know, I, I do, I do accept where I am and, and I know places where I have, um, limitations. I know places where I have strength and, um, through that acceptance, I find my real deep peace. You know, it, it's like peace. And from that place of peace and acceptance, gratitude naturally r- rises from that. Mm-hmm. Makes, Sorry, makes so I don't know if I got off, off topic no, from your question. No, no not, not at all. I think, can, yeah, Ranjita, you're going to say something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I just want to say gratitude is the lubricant for the joy body. <laughs> so when we are in a, and, and we have to be present in order to have that, you know, that, that sense of being grateful for everything that is. And um, you, you, you were using the word work and, you know, kind of putting it in quotes. And I, I gave myself the, the privilege of deciding I was allergic to the word work and mm. to the word drama. And mm. so what I replace instead of work is that it is a sacred privilege. So whatever I do, it's not for money. It's not for, you know, mm. for uh, fame or, or any gain, except what a privilege it is to be in this, yeah. you know, this divine dance. And what a privilege to-, to be anything at all. And anything at all. And, you know, when people ask me how I am, I always tell them I'm full spectrum. And that way <laughs> it gives that you know, open range to be able to be exactly how you are, who mm. you are, where you yeah. are. That's acceptance. I um, like it. One one time, um, I, I have a strong spirit voice, you know, and spirit said to me one day, do you know who you are? And um, I was giving my, you know, kind of like <laughs> great, great answers. And spirit says, well, I'll tell you who you are. You are God's love made manifest perfectly mm. ex- in this moment exactly how you are you are perfect love made manifest mm. so it's like oh 
And by the way, everybody is. So it was just like, okay, so if we have to have a definition for ourselves in this world, that's a good one, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect it's love really may good. manifest exactly how we are. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, Th- those are all both very amazing points. And I, I will point out, like, uh, it's not self-deprecating to say that, you know, I kind of got put in my place in a, in a nice position there, but or you opened my eyes a bit to the thought is a natural thought when people are like, I want others to be able, and I want to give this and I want to give that. And it's like, yeah, the thought of other people needing and how that actually turns around to personal need, right? Like mm. I want to give you this. Well, maybe I just want to see that in that person. Or I feel like because it gives me joy, it can bring them joy, but it's not the same sandbox all the time. Yeah. It's not that same feeling. So I think um, that was a real kind of moment for me right there uh just of understanding and i I just want to point out to people that sometimes our best intentions are not necessarily the best for others like you like the the personal intent maybe just not saying second guess yourself i'm not gonna start second guessing myself but i will think a little bit further into a thought as far as like, you know, there's a lot of spontaneous instant responses. And I know gut checks are good, but there's a lot of time where it's like, oh, well, I got to go. And it's that same feeling of work or trying to do better or trying to constantly ascend to do more of something else to be a better person. Mm. So you feel this drive to give charity or to donate or to whatever it is. Yeah. I, I, I just, uh, it's just a, amazing point and I, I appreciate the spectrum and the full spectrum and understanding where that lies for somebody who's trying to better themselves uh, amongst this journey that is a really important point so i just wanted to make sure before we skipped on to other things because there's a lot more to talk about uh just, yeah. just well and, so, people... and sometimes the trying can get in the way instead of yeah. the in in into well, the clear realization acceptance Right. I mean, that's, that's what you said, Evan. Right. And you both Mm. said that actually acceptance, acceptance is beyond important. Um, And when I was talking to hiking, my feelings, Sid and Barry, they, it it was basically the, to the conversation of when you get out into nature and you lose your cell phone signal. And at a certain point, you don't have the gut check to go check it anymore. You don't have to go like all the things you have to, like, it just goes away. And all of a sudden you get to self, you deal with self, yeah. you deal with the person. It's powerful. Self with um, a capital S. A hundred percent. I certainly, uh, it wasn't my intention um, to put you in your place. Um, no, I know. I, I know. Yeah. And I did. And I, I just wanted to, to share a thought and an, a take on it that offers relief and a feeling of, oh, there's really, I don't really need anyone else to do anything. You don't need anyone else to do anything for you to claim your acceptance and your joy and your happiness. And that is freedom. And so just to make a, you know, a a quick statement too, that doesn't mean we can't set boundaries with other people because obviously we can set, we need, you know, that's very essential to set boundaries with others because that's, you know, that's honoring yourself, but we don't need others to act in any other way than the way that they are because that's not acceptance and when we're not accepting others it's really us just not being accepting of ourselves. when we're truly deeply 100 percent accepting of what we are we naturally accept others because the 
you know, the darkness or whatever, the, the, the flaws that we see in other people are really just judgments coming through a perspective of self and, um, internal work is the only work that there is. And that is something that is a revolution to do the internal journey. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And this is a, in the current state of the earth, this is a revolutionary concept because everyone is focused on you, 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 you. If you stop doing this, then I would feel better. If you said the right thing, you don't say that. Don't, Right. That's not going right. to get us very far. No. We're going to learn real quick where that gets us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we talk about the darkness and the light, you know, and, you know, using the earth as a metaphor for our journey, you know, we are like living trees. And the deeper that we understand and know our root system, which is, you know, all underground, and it is our shadow side, it's our... You know, it's the part of us that's in the unconscious. And so the more that we know what's in our unconscious and we take that sacred privilege to investigate all of those root systems, the more stable and strong we are as a living being, because then we have a very, you know, integrated um, trunk, <laughs> you know, the, the, the trunk of the tree, which then can hold this integrity of self, both those, you know, the small and the large S, you know, and then our, the, the boughs of the tree are much, much easier to stabilize in that joy, that love and gratitude, that na- all those natural states that we are as a supreme being are, are very easy to access because we have done our deep work in that underworld and in that root system. And that doesn't come up to bite us then in the butt or be projected out to someone else as what's, you know, what their flaws are rather the, uh-huh. you know, we've already looked in our own mirror and um, we've already owned, you know, you know, our truths. So well said. Yeah. It's, the mid, you know, the underworld, the middle world, and the upper world all come together, you know, with ease, with ease. Then there's an amazing, yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> um, God bless you. God bless you. The mother loves you. <laughs> I tried to mute my my um, mic to cough. Did that not work? Oh, no, no, it was. I, I could just tell that you were sneezing. Okay, perfect. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, um, you want to hear something funny, Evan? Yeah, yeah. So last night I was, I kept waking up and, you know, thinking about this, you know, little podcast, because this isn't something I normally do. And, um, and spirit kept telling me, call him evangelist. (laughs) He's an evangelist for life. So then I had, I woke up this morning and I said, I got to look up what evangelist means. And it's this, you know, this beautiful, um, you know, prophet and someone who has this natural enthusiasm and gift of inspiring others. And I said, yes, I'm going to call him evangelist. You know what? (laughs) What? In all my years, I've never heard that for my really? you, yeah. And that, oh, I thought I thought I'm probably telling them, you know, I'm singing at the choir, but um, no. Oh, honey, people well, call yeah. me um instead of Ev to me, they call me Reverend B. 
Cause okay. like my energy on stage, like, mm-hmm. um, it gets very, I mean, not to, I don't want to give it like a bad word, but it's like preachy, you know, it's like, I'm like given the sermon on stage at a certain point and that's which is why usually, you're an evangelist. <laughs> totally. And that's yeah. the point when typically like I kind of exit my physicalness and I'm basically channeling, you know, something's just coming yes. through me and I'm like, yeah. And then yeah. sometimes I snap back in I'm like, whoa, I'm just literally like yelling at this crowd of people. I hope they're (laughs) like, I don't even know what's going on right now. Yes, you are a living evangelist. And um, I would own that. I would own that name. Um, And maybe I love it. Maybe I'm just the uh, the um, conveyor from spirit to to uh, initiate you or ordain you in this uh, in this real ministry that you do. It is very powerful. And, you know, I I was listening to your song on the, uh, you know, your frequency rap. Um, I'm not sure what the title of it is, excuse my naivete, but I was wanted to really reiterate that that's so right on. Everything is about frequency mm. and where we are vibrating. Mm. And that is our personal, you know, our personal responsibility, our personal, you know, mm. um, alignment Mm. so we have we're we're living in a world right now where there is a big huge movement towards fear and fear is a very low grade very undermining uh very controlling frequency like the powers that be know that they can control the masses if they keep them in low grade uh, frequency of fear because and that opens the way to pain body activity and blah 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 but um but if we're vibrating in the frequency of love, which is a very, very uh, different frequency, and it's a very integrated frequency with the higher realms, then we're mm. uncontrollable. <laughs> we yeah. are wild humans, yeah. uncontrollable in our frequency mm. of love. And if we, we really, um, we really owe it to ourselves to develop a very, very strong practice of vibrating our frequency at the frequency of love that starts with self-love and self-love only comes out of really unconditionally accepting yourself as you are Hmm. and knowing that who you are is just perfect Hmm. if you are true to Mm -hmm. your authentic self yeah and if everyone was accepting and true to their authentic selves, our world would be flourishing and thriving and people would be celebrating life and Mm. each other instead of this disharmony that's been happening where we're separating, you know, out of, you know, really, you know, all the divisions that are, you know, are available to have us separate ourselves with mm-hmm. each other right now. And I won't go into any of the specific well, ones. Well, to touch back on the idea uh-huh. of frequency, you know, mm-hmm. um, the the world is a very diverse playground of mm-hmm. so many frequencies. There's so yes. many things, you know, they're even, it seems even more polarized than ever, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. of the, uh, you know, heaven frequency and the hell frequency right exactly. here. Right here. And, mm-hmm. I think that what we choose to pay attention to is that's what we frequently see and which yeah. becomes our frequency. Yeah. So, you know, for me, that's the game. There's ways to explore 
the shadow realms, the darker realms with a playful curiosity and not take it into this like serious, like, Oh, this is bad. There's so much wrong with the world, you know, exactly. You know, and I choose to see what is going on is a mass healing. Yes. It is, it is the dissonance that happens in between, you know, keys on the uh, chords on the guitar you know like right when you're there it's like anyone who's tuned a guitar you can hear that it's like right when you're almost there and so we're going through that and i think that we are i mean i don't think for me it is the truth is that we are entering into the new age of earth and this is the uh we're here at an incredibly exciting time where people are waking up Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you started out the podcast, Brett, saying that, oh, man, your guys music, it like really opened me up and you guys such a teacher to me. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for that compliment. But really, dude, that's only happening because of in your reality, that's only happening because of you, because mm-hmm. you have ears to hear it. You know how many exactly. people hear our music? Go, oh, it's pretty cool. Next song or whatever, you know. The people who are attuned to the frequency or have a soul calling towards what it is that we feel inclined to um, seek and uh, sing and speak about, um, it, that's only credit it needed is to you, my man. Yeah, I, I appreciate yeah, exactly. that. You, but I, when you have the I, eyes to see or the ears to hear, you then you you can't not hear. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. The only thing I would disagree with, not even disagree, that I would that I would challenge to say is that you provide that music. I have years to listen to it just like anybody else. But because you were able to harbor whatever the feeling and emotion was to create those songs. But do I is the question. You did. Do we, I heard do it. we know this to be a fact? Or are you dreaming? And I'm a manifestation of yourself. The beauty that you see in me in my music is you singing to yourself from your higher self. And is it me talking to you right now? Or are you talking to you through the dream of another person through your higher self? Wow. Exactly that. But you provided the platform for that dream to occur. Had those words not been said, <laughs> because if those dreams were not said, then my mind would not go to that place. And I think that's the cool thing about this, this, genre in itself is there's a lot like Ayaterra. I mean, there's beautiful words, but I mean, you can go down the whole list, but Ayaterra yeah. is one of the first that came to mind. There's words in these songs that just reinforce when you have give love, give thanks, grateful love is by my side. I mean, I tattooed that cause I like the reminder, but when that song was in my head 24 seven, I might've been frustrated because of a day at work. I might've had whatever challenge during the day. And then I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. And yeah. that's when it started. And I'm fine. Little Stranger song like that. There's a one that just came out. Mm-hmm. And it's it's fun to me to listen to that. But those songs reinforce and to me, give me uh, I, I write music. I have a lot of music that nobody's ever heard because for me, that's my self expression. And I and I hear back things and I kind of overanalyze my own things. But if you guys weren't creating these messages, like if belief never existed, if any of the records never existed, it's not to say that I wouldn't be having the same transformation, but I would challenge you to say, I don't think it'd be the same because like words, I like to, to, to play with words and to listen to words and to, to think of the meanings of words. I have a question for you. Similar style. Sure. Would 
our music exist to you if you weren't going through a transformation, right? So mm-hmm. my my point here is it is chicken or egg, right? Mm. Um, and it's it's my belief that there is and I'm talking from my perspective, right? So each, everyone's going to have their own, you know, from their perspective, but it's my perspective that there's this, the diverse world of experiences and things. And it is much like a dream and the beauty that I see that I'm called to, that I draw out of it is not because it's there. It's because I'm creating it through my vibration. And so it's a, it's a very kind of subtle esoteric um, mentality. But for me, the reason that I appreciate it and I adopt it and I, and I, and I, you know, take this on is because that means nothing's ever happening to me. Nothing ever happens to me. I happen to me, Mm. you know, always. And so even when it's a a, a negative, a, a negative thing, um, and for me, that's that's freedom from a materialistic, circumstantial Newtonian universe where we evolved from monkeys and we are physical matter. Physical matter ain't no physical matter. Come on. The scientists <laughs> even know this. Yeah. The deeper down they go, down the wormhole, they're like, yo, matter don't matter. Matter ain't even real, but we don't know how to explain that, but... There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's the space between between the matter. <laughs> yeah, that's Be- right. Beautiful, be- beautifully held together from an invisible force beyond our comprehension. Exactly. And it's and, everything, and it's nothing. Well, and we when you know that, and you align with that, and you know that you're a creator, a co-creator with that energy then it is easy to really take responsibility to see that whatever you're creating is coming from your own you know um your own partnership with the divine or this this you know this intelligent force of love yeah that you know so and you know you said something before about you know that you know we can create living in heaven here or we can create living in hell and there is no judgment by any supreme being you 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 have full free will that's what we've been given in these Mm. you know in these monkey suits um is (laughs) is the ability to be a co-creator and a divine knower and so if we create hell then that's that's our playground if we create heaven that's our playground, but the ones that are wanting to create a heaven and really usher this planetary ascension or whatever you want to say as, as, as we are, um, you know, not only in coordination with spirit, but definitely in partnership with the earth, um, mm. then we're creating, you know, the like-minded, you know, the same frequency beings to be in Mm. our field, you know, and Mm. so that's more and more, there is this ability to have your tribe, you know, where you're really synchronized with the same kind of understanding and frequency and the same kind of um, declarations and 
you know, declarations of interdependence. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes I have this imposter syndrome where I'm talking in a, on a platform like this and I'm saying these kind of deep spiritual, you know, thoughts and wisdom. And then I, and then I kind of turn inward and go, dude, I can't even follow this stuff all the time. I mean, I go through, <laughs> I go through multiple heavens and hells mm-hmm. in an hour. That's why we're full spectrum, you know, and I'm all <laughs> over the place. And I, I deal with de- depression. I deal with, mm-hmm. I deal with self doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, hangs, you know, anxiety. I'm, I, constantly dealing with this low level anxiety of what do I do next to give me the feeling of being a good person? You know what I mean? Mm. But it's through accepting that all the, you know, the beautiful mess that we are as humans Mm -hmm. that um, makes it easier. And I came to the conclusion, I came to this conclusion yesterday that my whole life, I've had this feeling like I was going to make some sort of discovery or have some epiphany that was going to heal me from feeling uncomfortable as a human forever. And I think the reality is that I will never find that and I'll always feel slightly uncomfortable as a human. Mm. And that acceptance to me is the closest <laughs> to that actual healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Evangelist, can I say something about, you know, the, uh, um, you know, Please that you, you, you have this very, very um, devout spiritual awareness, obviously, and, you know, the words that you speak are, are already, they're what you know, and they're integrated into your being. And so when you go, when we're going through the anxiety and all the other um, trials and tribulations of our human nature, to be able to anchor into that spiritual awareness as our grounding point, as our way of sort of holding ourselves while we're, you know, vibrating between different, you know, different spectrums of frequencies yeah. is to me, that's what comfort, that's what comforts me is yeah. always having this, this beautiful grounding in earth and spirit to lean back into, to lean you know, you know, out of the, you know, the, the uncomfortableness and even being comfortable in the uncomfortableness because you know who you really are as an, you know, in the ultimate sense. Yeah. Um, sounds easy the way you put it. <laughs> I'm all about simple, easy, light and fun. <laughs> That is how we'll get things done. Simple, easy, easy light, light, and fun. fun. That is how we'll get things done. What does it spell? Easy, light, and fun. Self. There we go. <laughs> that took me longer than it should have, but I got there. <laughs> Simple, easy, light. <laughs> you too can sing the song. <laughs> um yeah thank you for that and and can i can i can i give you another little simple simple please do uh, no i think this is great because you're about you know your 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 words are and the way that they they stick into people's consciousness and change people like like brett was saying 
you know, it's like mantra, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like being able to repeat something over and over. And mm -hmm. Spirit gave me the most powerful mantra that is the simplest way to come back into our, you know, our power alignment. And um, these three words will, you know, will, if you use them as a, as a natural kind of everyday prayer, they'll change your life. And you know what they are? Hmm. I, say it. I. Love. Love. Me. Me. I love I me. I love me. I love me. I love me. I love me. What's not to love? <laughs> I, you know, I but really do. Not, I do love like me too. It's not like the, you know, like, oh, I'm so great. Look at me. I'm better than you. No, no, no. All, all it is is, is really a frequency, um, a, a volume frequency tuner up. Turn it up, baby. Turn it up. Turn it up. <laughs> Does this thing go to eleven? Yeah. I, I love me, dial. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Goes all the way back to acceptance. If you love me, it, you got to accept exactly. yourself. You got to be good with yourself. And I think that's a yeah. it's an amazing message. And I know uh, Ranjita, you have amazing messages to share with other people here in a few minutes. So probably have to wrap this up. I don't want to, but oh, I, this is I, so much be, fun. I can keep going. Do we have? Do you have to go, Ranjita? No, no. Well, no. I, I no? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. If you. Oh, I thought you had a. I thought you had I something. Do. I, at have a, I have a, a class at eleven o'clock, but it's a it's it's open ended and and oh. yeah. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry for the oh, sorry for the and, sidebar. And you know so we don't what, have and, to stop. And no. guess what? And you know what? My um, what I've been studying in the last you know the last year and a half, like really, um, and I think this is also another access to our a being able to be really fully present in life and b being able to really tune um, tune down the the fear frequency is I've been studying death and dying. And how to have, if we, I've been dedicated to living a conscious life. And, you know, so if you live a conscious life, wouldn't you want to have a really conscious, you know, death as you, mm. as the, as you free yourself from this, you know, uncomfortable bodies for some of us. And mm. um, so anyway, I mean, I think too, that yeah. as we really, as I mean, the more that I'm really just letting myself face that we are mortal beings and we're gonna you know if we take on a birth we are going to leave this body behind the more i feel free yeah and so you know i'm as everyone's leaning out of death you know with the pandemic and everything i just dove right into it and learned so much it has been a yeah i think it's so healthy having a light-hearted energy around the fact that we're all going to die. Yeah. We're going to die and we're going to come back and we're going to do it. We're going to do it as many times as we want to do it. As many times as we want. Right. <laughs> and we get to come back and find the same souls if we want and mesh and mingle and do whatever, you know, this is not a, uh, this isn't, this is a zero stakes game and this mm -hmm. is for fun and this is for our evolution and our enjoyment. And I think anything that gives it this, serious do or die energy mm -hmm. is it's just for me it's not that's not in alignment well i mean the word do is we're always what should i do what should i do and you're already doing it, it. <laughs> well, and also too it's like if our being you know being present that's really the whole foundation of any kind of any spiritual path and it's mm. actually the foundation of life 
is presence. Yeah. And um and just really like Brett started the um you know the sharing off with is you know really getting into awareness, but that's also presence. So um so being present, being present then informs our doing mm. rather than doing to try to get something back that can totally. inform our being. It's the opposite. Yeah. So the more present we are and the more connected we are. I love that. Then the more our own internal knowing our whether it be coming through our, in, you know, our, um, our intuition or our audio, you know, our auditory abilities, you mm -hmm. know, like I hear, I have spirit voice or whether it comes from our inner scene, but that all comes together to be able to inform what it is that we're here to do, which is mm -hmm. our greatest gifts, our talents that we've been naturally given, mm -hmm. the, th the things that we came into this life to be able to share as our jewels Ranjita, world. Yeah? may I ask you some questions? <laughs> um, I mean, first, first off, you have a, a super captivating energy. Um, I le leading into this podcast, I was kind of flustered and I, um, you know, had this conversation us three together has brought me into this really great space. And, um, um, I guess my, my question for you is how, so you, you have an, um, an intuitive ability to hear spirit. How long has that been? That's my, the first part of the question. How long have you had that for? Um, my, my soul voice woke up, woke me up, uh, began to wake me up <laughs> in my very early twenties. I was about 21 years old and I had my first real spiritual awakening on my hands and knees in a deep, deep, crisis of my life moment where I said the probably the first really honest, sincere prayer, which was asking for help to whatever was mm. out there. And I was, um, I was so deeply touched by what happened after that prayer that it changed my life. And out of it, I mean, anyway, this is quite a story, but I, on my hands and knees with just every single emotion pouring out of me and every tear and every piece of rage and everything just just mm. sort of flooding out of my my beingness everything went quiet after this release and the voice of my soul spoke to me as loud and clear as a bell and it said you are going to take an epic adventure. You're going to say goodbye to everyone that you know, everyone that's familiar to you. And you're going to pack up your apartment. You're going to quit your jobs. You're going to quit school. You are going to buy a van and you're going to take an adventure that you are going to be led and guided with every step of the way. And within 30 days of hearing that message, so my sister and I, because I came home and told my sister what had happened, and she's like, "Well, you're not going without me." And yeah. we bought our we bought a van. We called him Van Morrison, and we traveled. Oh, you should have named him Evangelist. Evangelist. I, <laughs> I, I I I didn't know you then. 
<laughs> was it white? Was hey, was it a white van at least? Hey, but that's <laughs> guess guess what? Guess what? That's exactly the the vision that Brett woke woke up with this morning. Is this that's, big that's white true, van? Yeah. So we can call the van evangelist. And we'll call you. A- Weird. Okay. I I want you to finish your story. Okay. So then, um, but I do have a weird thing to follow, a weird after story to follow up. But okay. Well, then I just, I just want to say though that that we we did this whole United. We had the spiritual adventure of our life at a time, you know, when it was, you know, it was just. A safe time to travel and it was too we were two young women my sister was 19 I was 21 and um, we found Sedona in those travels oh, and wow. Sedona became became we knew our was our our soul's was your home. earthly cradle exactly yeah exactly so that that well that really was a life-changing yeah adventure and and the spiritual awakening that just is a continuous process yeah and um healing empowerment and awakening are is is the journey and there's Uh no end point there's no like like if you said to me oh yeah i've already done it i'm there i'm blah 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 i'm the guru i would be running off the podcast here you know because we're all on a (laughs) we're all on this journey together and we're each other closest we can be to knowing is knowing that we know not exactly we know that's the ultimate knowing (laughs) exactly i'm i just come i come to life with curiosity yeah you know, I come yeah. to life with like a child, you know. And that. the reason the reason I ask about that is because I find myself <clears throat> so hungry for that level of guidance in my life. Mm. And, you know, I've sought out many psychics and, you know, intuitives. And I find that the closer that I get to them, the the more I start feeling like I'm having someone else guide me in a way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I need to be guiding myself, but how do I guide myself? Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely do have times within my meditations of like deep, rich spiritual insight, mm-hmm. but it's so fleeting, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I you- wonder if it will ever be what I want it to be. Maybe it yeah. won't. Well, well, the the whole thing is 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 catch those fleeting moments and trust them the most. And then always trust the very first thing that bubbles up. Like I've gone into a practice where I just ask, you know, if I'm in a dilemma or if I have a, a challenging situation, I I ask my inner being, what would love do? What would love say? And how would love act? And honestly, I don't move into the situation until I get the realization of what would be the response from love. And always it's way, way, way more, you know, third, you know, third door, third box, you know, it's like, oh my God, I am so happy that I, that I just leaned into just being quiet or not doing anything. What would love do? Yeah, what not doing anything until I got the, you know, the inspiration from love itself. That's and then- really nice. I feel like this is not only a cool podcast, but this is also a very good therapy session for me. <laughs> no extra charge. <laughs> I'm writing this down. Well, hey, you've been christened with a new name. 
evangelist. Good, yeah. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call you anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so down. I mean, I'm not gonna run out and change all my social medias to say no, it. no I don't want <laughs> I don't want to. It's, it's it's between us. <laughs> it's like my low key. It, for now, it's my low key nickname. But who knows what might come for a long time it's, it's really uh, so, more of a just it's more of a description of who you are on this planet i mean that's what i got from spirit i says he's an evangelist you know yeah. like call him by his his title and um and and that's that's a beautiful gift to inspire and bring you know enthusiastic light it's really good to those that you are in, in ministering to because you your music is your ministry you know yeah um, you know, and you're writing the new gospel, by the way. You're writing the gospel for the new earth by your songs. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That sounds positive. Um, you know, my name is Evan. My my birth name is Evan Burton, mm. and I always found an interesting thing about name. Like sometimes people's names describe who they are through an encoded message, right? Right. And I always felt like my last name was like burden, like a burden. And like, oh. I'm evening the burden. Oh. And let's say that's a noble cause or whatever. I still, it's he has heaviness to it. Mm -hmm. um, and I I'm assume that, you know, the story I was born with cystic fibrosis and I had a double lung mm -hmm. transplant and, and now I'm kind of like this, I don't know the right way to say it. I'm kind of like a, figure like a spiritual influencer of sorts and a musician and people look to us for this kind of insight and it is it is a, a burden to carry to be to sign yourself up to be spiritually strong in a limelight mm -hmm. and so thank you for doing it thank uh, you thank yeah, you thank I mean, you thank you for being a miracle i like thank to think that i have a choice but really do <laughs> i <laughs> well you signed up for it before you came in and so you yeah. know, your soul, your soul chose, chose you and chose this. Yeah. And chose I mean, the journey. Totally. I could run and hide from it for a little while, but it would find me, you know, it's, it's my, <laughs> and, and that's awesome. I'm so grateful that I like, this is my path and I know it 100%. But my point in the name thing is that at a certain point I wanted to change my name to better encapsulate the new me. Mm. And, um, I mean, I have this nickname, Evton B, which is literally means nothing. It's just some thing from my childhood. But um, I, at one point, I wanted to to be heaven instead of Evan, heaven. Oh, heaven, my God. It's, that's perfect. Heaven burden. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad burden to carry. Exactly. As And you know what? Let's let's you know, we have the prerogative once we've, you know, once we realize that, you know, who who's 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 playing this game? You know, it's us. So mm. uh, both my names, Inika and Ranjita are not my original names of birth. They were given to me by, uh, well, spirit gave me the name Inika, which I had no, you know, con conscious relationship to. And that name means to walk with God. And oh. the name Ranjita was given to me by a teacher in India, which, um, you know, he doesn't normally even give people names. And I, can't believe what a gift this name was, but Ranjita. Yeah. And um, I had no idea. Well, anyway, the name means the winner of the battle of life, the victor. And I had no idea that I was going to 
that that name and given to me by by Papaji was going to precede a time when I really needed to have the frequency of that name hold me strong. Um, yeah. And so Enika Ranjita, those are my my let's say spirit names. Yeah, not my what given a gift name. to mm -hmm. have something like that. Mm -hmm. So you, you you have every right to you know, to change to the vibration that is now you. Yeah, but so this comes back to the same thing. Am I, who am I to change my own name? Uh, who are you not to? Well, for, I mean, your Inaka was given to you from spirit and Ranjita was given to you from a teacher. Mm -hmm. You gave me evangelist. I could take that. <laughs> <laughs> evangelist Burton. That's an interesting name. Where'd you get that? <laughs> oh, there's a podcast. It's a long story. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, you know, when I, um, so this is, you know, I mean, this is kind of fun because, you know, I, I wouldn't have thought of that. That wouldn't, that wasn't coming from, you know, me trying to be clever. It was, just I know that was me. like a, a message. It was a message. It was a For message. Me. Spirit came up and I mean, spirit said, he's an evangelist. He really is. He's a living evangelist. I, and they call him, you know, Evan, Evan, Angelus. Did you know anything about me before? No, this? no, I didn't know anything about you. Um, hmm. But, but, um, and this is, this is um, actually a ridiculous confession on my part. Um, I mean, uh, Brett did say that you're an amazing man and that you did have an early childhood um, miracle of being given two lungs after cystic fibrosis was going to probably given, give, give, give you not a very long life yeah but i didn't know anything about your music or anything like that so this morning i was like i get my 1900s wood burning cook stove going i'm a little yeah. pioneer woman out here and um and i tuned into your music i started wow frequent oh man okay i'm gonna love this guy you know yeah and then i realized you are an evangelist but then i and then i even had to look it up so yeah. um so then it made even more sense. And then when I started right. hearing you talk, I'm like, okay, I'm going to say this because he really is an awakened consciousness that right. is gifting, you know, our, our planetary, you know, humanity with, with his enthusiasm and his way of, of sharing. Thank you for that reflection. Well, thank you for being you. Yeah. Well, thank you for being you. <laughs> well, you everybody, everybody there, else You're was already taken. You're quiet What's over up? there, Brett. What are you thinking about? You know, I, I'm just happy that the conversation's happening. I had a feeling just by connecting the two that there'd be a lot of good synergy there. So thoughts over here, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, so <laughs> I honestly, I don't, I don't need to, uh, to chime yeah. in where, where I'm not going to be spiritual matchmaker. I would yeah. say like, <laughs> I, uh, I, I <laughs> for real. Um, I think what I'm, what I'm taking from all this is, is pretty, it's eleven eleven right now. There you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> Extended, yeah. Brad, and, and, Brad, I, and you're asking 11, me how 11, I'm feeling at eleven eleven, and it's the eleventh. Oh my God! Seriously? <laughs> Get out of wow. here! Stop! Come on! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I was looking around for ones, uh, other ones. It's like December eleventh. Oh, dope. Uh -huh. Um, yeah. sorry, we what were you saying, Brett? Never mind. I want to talk about things. No, I was saying this morning I woke up. Um, I lost a friend, like a really close friend, 
on December 11th, uh, 2008. So right after I got married and I didn't see her and just kind of like missed everything. And, and I saw it on Facebook, right? That's how I figured it all out. It was kind of terrible. Um, I don't know exactly why I brought that up, but it just kind of was well, on my mind about today. Too. I did have a dream last night. Um, and I feel like, so her name was Kat. And I feel like Kat has constantly inspired me to be the you know, 17, 18 year old kid that was freshman in college that we were friends like that. That was like the time that we really knew each other. But that was the time when, you know, it's like, I feel like in so many ways, I'm going back to that person with at least the passions and the loves that I've had in my life that I've tried to not abandon, but I've had responsibility that I felt like I've had to do. But it's like, I woke up this morning thinking about music, um, about the fact that we were having this conversation today. Um, the fact that I was just in San Diego two nights ago, um, because I was involved with some really great people and a really great message and really great community. And I got to go, you know, interview, uh, Barry and Sid and Kareem Israel and Tomboy Savenue and Nicholas Dell. And all of a sudden these amazing people are in my life and all these things, what I'm getting at is the music and putting, the responsibility back on self and reflecting on self to what's important and accepting yeah. the, this conversation, accepting and, and throughout this past kind of couple weeks, accepting what it is in my life and the influence that it has in my life. And that it's okay to be in my life as a responsibility to myself is yeah. just what's top of mind. And I guess why I said something about cat is that again, that support and that person and that love like that, love for myself that I had even in a very hard time because it was a very hard time personally with my mom and some things that were happening in that camp. But as a person, it was like the most exciting time as a kid to love music, to be a punk, to have all the piercings to be the crazy kid and like live like yeah. this little blink One Eighty Two dream, like whatever the hell it was. Um, <laughs> it just feels yeah. like it's all coming full circle to acknowledging the voice, acknowledging my ability to adapt and learn and, and to play and to grow a pair and finally put myself out there and be vulnerable and accepting that I'm not going to be the best musician, but I know that doing and out there and playing and being a part of, you know, the community at large, but being able to now express in a different way than my voice is yeah. important. And so I woke up this morning and I saw a van like, well, let me back up, I guess. Since now I'm talking, I'll talk too much. Uh, some backstory. <laughs> I, I joined I joined a band, as you know, uh, ZC Keeley out here in, in Arizona. Uh, I think you know, maybe not. And I, I learned, that. yeah, I um, we we're friends. We've been friends for a long time. And cool. the opportunity came up to play keys for them. Sweet. And I don't know. I didn't know how to play keys. Um, kind of familiar, but like not really. And... I don't know why, but I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's do it. And so yeah. I spent a lot of time learning and figuring out and I got up to speed and I'm playing keys for ZC Keeley. And it's, I got a lot to figure out. And that's probably another phone call that I would love to pick your brain on some things, but um, yeah, I'm 39. It's kind of an odd time to start a band I, or be in a band or start that path in this life because I have kids. I feel like I'm just starting a band. You're doing fine. <laughs> it felt selfish for so long. Like I couldn't do it. Right. And so full circle, it's that acceptance and the importance part of it. But, but 
I, I was playing with ZC Keeley and I got caught up in the, should I be doing this right now? I don't know if I should be doing this. It's too much life. There's too much responsibility. I got to be home. I got to do that. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know what? You guys, I'll, I'll just back off for a minute. Let me know if I need to be involved. And so I kind of stepped out when there was a lot of just things, I guess, that happened in bands happening. And so I went to a show and they're like, hey, are you playing tonight? I'm like, what do you mean? I haven't seen you guys in like two months, but I would love to. I can't just stand here and watch you, I guess. I would love to play. And I played. And we're moving forward and we're making bigger plans for 2022. And uh, we're playing a show with Sublime with Rome that just kind of worked out uh, New Year's Eve weekend. And like, there's really cool things happening. But I woke up this morning and I saw a white van, like a touring van, like the van that we should be going on tour in, not the bus, not, you know, like the proper what you need, how it should be kind of setting. And my first thought was, oh, we're finally going on the road because we had a plan to go. And we didn't, and it it all kind of fell apart. But honestly, like our hearts, as like I'm, I'm not trying to speak for the band on the public platform. I'm not trying to put words in their mouth. I don't feel like our hearts were in alignment, if I can say that. Like we were all wanting to go. The COVID world happened. The challenges happened, and we decided not to go because of all the other challenges. I woke up this morning. I saw that van, a van, and then I saw a beach, and I don't the two together felt very much like we are going to be going on the road. We're going to find our spot. I was just in San Diego. People are starting to catch a buzz about who we are. We're starting to, things are falling into place and it's because I feel like we're finally allowing the positivity of why we're doing this as a group to come together. And again, I'm speaking for myself, but yeah, I want to be the backbone. I want to be the response, like a responsible one. I want to help do things. And, and I'm not, Finally, I think also from this conversation, more than just a podcast. Oh, we lost Ranjita. Hopefully she can dial back in. Um, Bummer. Yeah. Uh, but I would say from this podcast, it's really important to acknowledge that they have their levels. And I have to acknowledge their levels for them. Like, mm. it's not me trying to do other things. I kept trying to do things. I kept trying to be a fixer. I kept trying to do, 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 do. Yeah. They're good how they are. They're good doing what yeah. they're doing. And That's I need nice. to... Doesn't that feel better? Yeah, it feels like Doesn't I can contribute nice? and be a good part of it and not just this idealistic asshole, you know? Well, like, and all, <laughs> yeah, and also, like, you're taking off this, this, like, pressure that you're putting on other people to be what they're not. And so you're in a realm of peace as opposed to, yeah. like, yeah, but if you would just kind of just change this, you know... That whole, I mean, I'm prone to that because I'm a, I'm a naturally a critical perfectionist. So this mentality of everyone's kind of perfect right where they are and it's working within where we are, that mentality for me has been big medicine. Yeah, no, it's huge. And and I think yeah. it's it's all the crumbs along the way. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, sa- I'm sad Ranjita dropped off. Maybe her phone me died. Me too, dude. She is amazing, bro. I... I've never been moved. We can in, talk about her. No, we, we should talk about it. I mean, she was talking, she, she really didn't play it up and it's not something to play up, but she lives in this Hobbit house and she calls it that, but it's literally that. I mean, it's like hardly any electricity. She has a yeah. wood burning stove. There's like, it's the coolest little adventure place you will see. And I went up there last week, uh, which kind of prompted her saying, I would love to be on a podcast sometime, which was oh, really completely unexpected. I just went up there to, she is powerful, bro. Oh yeah. She's straight up pulling 
pulling spiritual names out of her hat for me. It's crazy. Amazing. And so the, the story, this will tell you really quick. And if you all did jump on and you had a chance to kind of see who she is, uh, the name of her place is called Your Heart's Home. This is not an infomercial. I just think you should know more about her and who she is. Um, yeah. It's an incredible place. And, and she actually has like an Airbnb um, on the premises. So if you ever want to go to Sedona and be in this really amazing place, it's it's amazing. Um, I try to go up there as much as I can and, and camp if I can. But uh, she was saying she heard that name, you know, from from Kenya Mama and Red Papa, I think is is the right name for the two synergy forces on her property. Yeah. And she was in a session and um, heard this crazy thunderous <laughs> and it was down the mountain and it was like a I don't know how many ton boulder came smashing down onto her property tuck out the hot tub, like tuck out a bunch of stuff, missed her, just went right over her head, literally. And she and was in landed. a She was with a, a client. And, and yeah. A with boulder? A, and she, they heard it coming down and it like went down and it landed <laughs> right and outside her kitchen window. over them. Yeah. And this thing's huge. Like huge. And it landed right outside her kitchen window. I think no, not her kitchen window. Maybe it's her bed. I don't know. Right outside the window. Jesus. And it's the way it's shaped, the contour of this rock is exactly like Canyon Mama. Like it's it's like a split image of this. Whew, getting chills, telling you. It was like Whoa, crazy. Bro. It's crazy. And that I guess it's on the news chills. and stuff, but but yeah, I mean it like I love that was her like that. that was her solidification. But I um, love stories that take away the monotony of life, man, because this story that is so prevalent that we're sold is so vacant of the mystical truth of what we are, you know? Yeah. Like I love, I I just love magical stories. Like I just want to talk about that all day. Yeah. Me too. I'm seeing if giving her two seconds to see if she can jump back in, but if not, um, I will, just say, man, it's always good to talk to you. Uh, yeah. I, I appreciate the context. It really does help to think, you know, a big part of what I love having conversations for is understanding context and understanding mm-hmm. different points of view and knowing, you know, knowing that I don't know nearly enough, but that I'm interested. And I think that just being aware of the things that are making me feel better in life that could potentially help others. You know, I was listening to, um, Kareem Israel because yeah. been top of mind lately, you know, and um, you know, unfortunately she's not gonna be able to get back on. It's it's freezing up for her. Um, it's all good. But I was listening to to Fade Away by Kareem Israel and just the sentiment about coming together and all this hate just fading away and that we're just the sentiment of somebody singing a song like that on top of obviously what you just the the general effort and the consciousness that comes from this type of music and the messages in this music. If we keep, if this music keeps increasing in popularity only for the sense that more people get to hear these messages, I do think we'll find people to be more conscious. Like you're saying that this, this new wage, this new world, it's not so much. Naturally. I think people are naturally becoming more conscious regardless of the music and through their inevitable evolution the music becomes more relevant to their state of mind yeah you know we've been playing our music for forever and you know for about the first 10 years it was kind of like yeah these guys are pretty weird you know like people didn't really get it 
And then now it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, you guys, the spiritual <laughs> message. It's so, this is, where have you guys been my whole life? We've been here waiting for you, baby. <laughs> We've been here so you see, That's interesting. So you've seen like a, a, a visible shift in, in interest based off of. Well, I mean, about, I mean, when did you first hear about us? What, five years ago? Uh, Yeah. Three, yeah, I heard sci-fi before that, but that was the only one I had heard, and I liked it, but I I didn't dig yeah. deeper. So I mean, we've been we're we've been a band since 2007, so we're going on yeah. wh- what however many years that is 14 years, 15 years. I don't know. Yeah, hold on. Oh, he's, she's back. Math based on math. I don't know. A lot of years. Hey. <laughs> hey, I just did my disappearing act. How did you like that? That was really good. Was good. We talked hey, about you. Don't don't worry about it. We us. did talk about you. <laughs> again, again I, I, I love when people talk about uh talk about me <laughs> behind my back. <laughs> yeah, no, it was all good stuff. Um oh, he God. was telling the story of the boulder that came crashing down off of your um mountain. Yeah. It it was a complete miracle. It it uh yeah. It w- wove through and only gave total blessings and that's crazy. unbelievable uh, it, uh, yeah it's unbelievable landed in my rose garden yeah yeah fun With, uh, yeah missed my head I, I i mean i literally you know it was flew into my head gosh thank goodness i ducked well so what did you get out of that was it like spirit going like oh hey if you didn't believe in magic before mm-hmm. <laughs> look at this well, I was telling you about my the earth energies that introduced themselves, and it's all um, was dedicated and devoted to understanding the true uh, relationship between our own inner feminine and our inner masculine, and how they need to work in right relationship versus how we've been traditionally trained about the our masculine out here doing life doing to get to earn to deserve to have to become worthy of you know and our feminine is the real access to our spiritual you know power is through receptivity through receiving and so this feminine receiving and this masculine is meant to support the feminine as she opens to receive the connection to our soul or our essence or our spirit yeah. or our authentic self and then our masculine is the manifester that brings our true gifts out into the world but the third aspect of our power is the the part of us that never got wounded never forgot who we are or left that divine connection which i call our innocence and the reason our innocence didn't get wounded is because we actually protected that part of ourselves. And when we have within us the access to our, you know, our inner union of feminine masculine, we have a healthy mother within us and a healthy father that then can reparent all those, you know, fragmented, wounded parts of us. Mm. But also our innocence will come back when we have that right balance. Yeah. So the boulder came as a complete gift as I started recognizing that this third aspect of the power, which was that's where all that's where all the magic is, you know, the free natural magical part of us. 
So the boulder came and did all of this unbelievable traversing down the mountainside, missing this building, that, you know, flying over my head, crashing and hitting the two things on my property that desperately needed to be replaced, that I could not have afforded to replace had everything not been covered by insurance. And then got up on its side, it went right through the rose garden on its tip edge like a ballerina dancer and landed, boom, in a complete ley line with my healing room and Canyon Mama with the same exact heart shape on the front as Canyon Mama. I know it was such, I mean, it was so precise and it That's stopped a miracle. in front of a rose yeah. bush that had a bud on it. And right after the, the boulder landed, out comes this bud overnight. So Eric English and, and ABC News and all the media was up here the next day to do the story on the Holy Roller Miracle Boulder. Whoa. And you know what they all reported? What? They all reported that it was the rose that stopped the eight-ton boulder. Wow. I know. Power of the rose, right? Wow. Power. Power. So yeah. That, yeah. So the rose is like the representation of feminine to me. And it's also yeah. the representation of the heart. It's, right. it's unconditional love, unconditional love. Yeah. Yeah. And the boulder it came from Red Papa. The 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 boulder. <laughs> right. The no, yeah the well the boulder came. Um, I call it that. I say Kenya Mama had a baby. That's what I. Oh. That's what I. That's, what, that's it's, my it's mythology. A, it, that's yeah. My boulder mythology. is a understatement. A yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Huge. Yeah, it's it's the size of a Volkswagen, you know, small Volkswagen. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Yeah, it's wild. Um, wow, I'm really sorry that I I um I totally didn't realize that if if a call came in oh. that I was going to be completely booted out of here because you're oh, back. That's fine. You're back. Okay. All right, cool. We're, here. Cool. We're here. We're in the moment. We're fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is good. It's um what we were talking about just a little bit on the little bit in the the connection of what that vision was in the morning with the band and the van and yeah, yeah. um you know speech and kind of just having this this vision of moving forward to where we should be going or where we no not not saying shit, yeah. where we are going yeah where you and going? and doing it with a better frame of mind and, and as a better group of of individuals i think you know i can't speak for everybody i just know that the timing must not have been right um, but it, it's right now and, and we're getting to a spot where I think we're going to really grow together and it's exciting, but only happens from acknowledgement. And like you guys are saying that, that acceptance for me. And I was also saying from this conversation, also really one, one, thing one more thing, one more thing I just want yeah. to add, Brett, is yeah. to trust, yeah. to truly trust those gifts that you're given through those visions, through those, you know, waking, you know, moments where you're, you know, where you're, you're, you're between the worlds. Uh, trust when you hear those inner that inner voice, you know, or that inner knowing. And if you act on that, rather than what what the mind says, oh, you'll never get that then. Oh, you'll never blah blah blah. You know the the twerps. You know that that talk away in our brain to try to you know yeah hold us back. But if we go forward with the visions, go forward with the knowing. We're always on the right track. My honest feeling, my gut reaction to it was there was no resistance. It was, oh, I'm going to go get that now. Like, yeah. it's going to happen. That's going to happen. Like, that, we're moving forward to that. That was really the feeling. And I think taking. 
I'm, can I, one more, yeah. one more thing? Yeah. So then just ask spirit to bring you that van, to bring you that, mm. you know, just so that it's not you trying to figure out where's that van. You say, okay, spirit, I'm open now. Thank you. Thank you for showing me. Now, just show me where the van is or yeah. show me how to, you know, to obtain that. And then so that you're now working, you know, in complete, you know, complete partnership yeah. with your own divine nature. Mm. Um, That's that, interesting. So you, you telling me that dream, Brett, yeah. um, reminded me of a really weird experience I had last night with my dream. <laughs> um, we all had interesting nights. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to hear about this yeah. weird story real quick? Definitely. Yeah. So definitely. last night I had, I drank three beers and I got a little bit tipsy and I thought it was, it would be a good idea to take a puff of some weed and I got s sick. I got like the spins. It was terrible. It was like a train crossfade. Dude, no good. it was not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. went to bed, you know, um, and then I started to have, uh, the next thing I remember was me having this, uh, I, I thought I was awake and what was happening is I had a friend in my, this was a dream, but I thought it was real it, is my friend texted me. So I picked up my phone and he said, Hey, I got to come over. Me and my partner got in a fight. And so, and then I was kind of preparing. I was trying to tell my wife that it was going to happen. I was trying to take my phone and plug in my phone to look at it, to get more information. But for some reason, my phone now had turned into the desktop of a computer, right? So it's no longer a phone iOS. It's a compute laptop iOS or whatever operating system. Mm -hmm. And I'm noticing this. It's my brother's laptop. So, so in my head, I'm like, how did I get, I must've plugged my phone into my brother's laptop and somehow it uploaded onto my, onto my phone or something. This is weird. Cause I could notice all his little artwork was in there. So I knew it was his. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up waking up for real super confused because I thought I was already awake and I look at my phone and it's my brother texting me and it says, you can go over to my house and use my laptop to get the access code. Oh my God. Whoa. <laughs> so he was responding to some text that I said, cause my brother's in Africa right now. So we're only can text through WhatsApp. Okay. And he was responding to some text about me saying that I was having trouble getting into our YouTube. So what the heck? What the That's heck? so weird. Well, yeah. you, well, lucid dreaming, you know, when you, when you're awake in your dreams is yeah. so cool and you can, you can practice it. You know, like you yeah. were, you were right, you were right on that edge of lucid dreaming and actually and knowing somehow that you it was like giving me information about something that already happened. Like, how does that even happen, man? Uh -huh. Yeah. Wow. I, I had I had something very similar. I was I had a dream where I literally was talking to a friend who he's passed on, but like he was there. We were talking. Like literally was it was weird. Like he's playing piano and talking and like doing certain impressions, and like we were having a conversation. And I was like, wait a minute, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. how how am I talking to him right now? Like this, this this doesn't work. I must be. And then I woke up and I was like, huh. And I kind of forgot about it. And then I was thinking later that day, I was like, oh, well, last night when I was talking to Mike, and I'm like the hell i couldn't have talked to mike I, I as real as a conversation with any one of my friends i swear that happened and so i i didn't i don't think that i had the ability to make that happen the only thing i can hope is that by trying to open up the the pathway to being open that i'm receiving some of the 
closure on certain things, obviously, or maybe yeah. whatever, just like to let it happen. But I think when you said that, it made me think of, you know, uh, you talk about the evangelistic aspect of this. Um, you can't, obviously, I, I know, I don't know much other than what I've seen of a post of what Skip's out there doing. So I, I don't want to speak to that, but I would say that um, the twin energy factor, you know, like that must transcend beyond the stage. I mean, on stage, you guys are ridiculous and you can tell that you're both somewhere else yet together, right? Like yeah. with all the, the things that are happening. So it made me think like, what if he was having those feelings, that same energy from across the world to you and whatever that could be. Yeah. I and mean, there's probably a lot to unpack there, but we, wow. we've always had twin energy and it's weird. Cause everyone thinks we're twins. We're not twins. We're just right. brothers two and a half years apart. And I don't know why those things exist. I don't know why it exists. I believe, you know, I believe that we, I think this may be our first life on earth and that we come from a particular place in, in the universe. And we're here sent here for a particular specific, unique purpose that obviously from our human minds, it's, it's hard to really, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if we'll ever get to the point where it's like, yeah, that was exactly why we came, but it's a specific purpose in regards to the evolution of what the planet is going through right now. And, um, you know, maybe in some other dimension, we're the same person and we're just fragmented for the, you know, power in numbers. I don't know how it works. What do you think, Ranjita? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's fascinating, you know, because we are multidimensional beings. And the more that we open up our lens to how many different dimensions there are that are available to us, and the more, um, you know, um, interwoven we all are in this tapestry of consciousness that is, you know, is is so vast and it's it goes way 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 beyond anything we could possibly imagine yeah and so the mystery you know the great mystery we i mean we started talking about that in the beginning where we were saying you know it's the it's the the black you know the 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 nothingness between the matter that is where you know the existence of of creation is so um I, I I love opening up my lenses. I love experiencing the range of the multidimensional awareness that's possible. You know, if we limit ourselves, you know, to this third dimensional earth plane, you know, work about, you know, do our blah, blah, blah with this identity. Oh, yeah. here's my name. Here's my form. You know, we kind of, we, we, we very much shut down the, um, the possibility of the recognition yeah. of who we are. So that's what I was talking about with Brett when you were gone. I was saying, yeah. cause he was telling me the story about the boulder. I'm like, I yeah. love stories like that. Like <laughs> we need more. We just need more stories of mm -hmm. miracles and magic because mm -hmm. I feel like the monotony of I am a human, you know, <laughs> is so vacant from, yeah. well, from the truth. But you know, the word Hugh man, Hugh means God and man so we are we are god beings in this form yeah called man or mm -hmm. womb womb man so mm. but the god part of it or you know the this you know it, consciousness that is 
unlimited and endless is really where man that reminds me of the ekin car yeah ekin car exactly are you familiar with that yeah Uh that's hugh they they say that as a chant Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so well i mean because it means god i guess yeah anyway um yeah but but the you know there's so many many uh ways that we can open up our consciousness um that are very you know safe and and um self-loving you know like you know, doing holotropic breath work and, yeah. and other, you know, things, you know, a, a puff of this or whatever now and again is great, but, uh-huh. <laughs> but it's really great when you're just using your own natural breath yeah. you know, to expand out into multidimensional awareness and, yeah. and to, you know, and to realize. I'm a, um, I'm a longtime user of psychedelics, you know, as a mind expansion spiritual practice but i found in recent um times i don't really derive spiritual insight from it anymore Mm. Uh, like i mean it not negating that it has other benefits because you know when i do do something like that with my partner we have so much fun and connect on these amazing levels yeah but i feel like wherever i'm at in my vibration Mm -hmm. that Oh, it's a terrible time to lose connection. Oh, well, I'll, 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 I'll put the, I'll put the spin on what he was going to say first from my own perspective until he, he comes back. But <laughs> a- um, you know, psychedelics are are really a, a, the plant medicines are such a gift, you know, to consciousness. Mm-hmm. But once you've been allowed to enter the holy of holies, you know, then you don't want to keep, you know knocking on heaven's door you want to just walk through the walk through and claim yourself as who you are and live from that reality rather than continuously trying to do something to get there but yeah i i think it's an area that i I don't i'm not a lifetime experience user by any means um but what i would say is that i i had one you know i had one session with mushrooms to where I did have the, like, I felt like I had a a very strong connection with the earth. Um, but I didn't go too far into it because I felt like it really made me feel sick and I couldn't get past the feeling sick part to really Mm. acknowledge (laughs) where I was and what was happening. But, um, it was like, I felt the earth breathe Mm. and I could see the earth breathing. Mm -hmm. Like I was on the beach and I saw the sand and the sand was in sync with the waves and the the clouds. And, and it was very, it was very appreciative of, of that story. And my mind felt very, very clear because I had the intention of wanting to be clear. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line on that one. Oh, cool. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. The evangelist is back. Here we go. All right. The evangelist. Yo, the, the evangelist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got okay. bad web service and I got booted off somehow. Yeah. I don't know why, but I'm so back. We were, yeah. we were continuing the conversation we were on psychedelics. About, you know, yeah. From, um, from, you know, how psychedelics don't really necessarily take you to, um, to that holy of holies anymore. Yeah. And it, it doesn't get me there. Yeah. So you know what? So then, you know, once I was I was saying to Brett, once once you enter the Holy of Holies or you have that experience, then you're not meant to continue to, you know, look through that window. You're went, yeah. you're meant to walk through the door and live from that place. Yeah. Live from that place that you've been gifted with and and um and 
have that be your new normal. 100%. Yeah. Um, nothing compares to the clarity and insight that we get from embracing our natural connection to spirit. Nothing compares. There is no drug that will ever get you there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that just, that is the gift that we give ourselves is to say, I want to live, you know, from that connection. And then, you know, that connection, like, you know, we're wrapping around the, you know, the, the, the conversation again, but then that gives us the access to, all these different dimensions, but it also lets us be really human in our um, in our full spectrum beingness. So that acceptance comes from that place, that knowing, you know, who we are, then knowing who everyone is comes from that place. And then we rest there, rest, rest yeah. in yourself, rest in the truth, rest in your being. You know, and there's, there's a, this is what we have to learn as humans is really, really to, to release ourselves from the stress that we've put upon our delicate nature and be in a restful place with life itself. The, the impact uh, of what you both are saying, um, is so strong. And I think that I was, I was saying uh, that I've got pretty limited experience with hallucinogenics, but I, I've been close enough to feel the shift or feel closer to nature uh, with, with, with one of those experiences. And I lost track of thought on why that was important. <laughs> Too many thoughts running through well, yeah. my head at the moment. But what I would say is, uh, I, I got it back. It's um, what I did notice is the lasting effect. Um, mm. and, and in terms of what you were saying, Ranjita, in terms of when you've gone to heaven's door, you don't, you, you're there and you take what you can and, and then it's not serving you anymore. So for me, I feel like I just not even got to the door, but I saw that there was one down the road and I still got a long way to go to, to go there and have that journey. But what I appreciated is that the sentiment of the acknowledgement has stayed with me. It was like three years ago now, two and a half years ago. Mm has stayed with me in that peace when I think of that experience, when I think of just coming down and being one with nature, which is honestly what we started talking about in this episode. Yeah. I, I can think back to that and feel a part of me that wasn't, didn't necessarily feel wounded, but it feels whole. It feels mm-hmm. comfortable. I feel a sense of comfort and peace when I think of that moment, when I see that picture on my phone from that time at the beach, I can immediately go there. And so I think with, you know, there, there's a lot of talk of proper training with with guides that are now taking folks into these realms. And and, and is, is that what Iboga is? I don't want to speak wrongly on it, but is that what Skip is kind of learning about and, and researching right now is kind of to be a guide for that type of experience? Or He's learning to become an Iboga provider. Okay. He's um, going to be in Africa for two months. Um, and he is learning from the 10th generation uh Bwiti tribal shaman. Wow. Yeah. These these shamans um, that are just really truly shamans and they, they've been ordained and, and and trained by their cultural roots are they're such a rare breed and we have to, you know, protect them and for them to be able to share their knowledge and pass it on is yeah. such a gift. Such a yeah. gift. His name is, is Magunda. 
Magunda. Magunda. Magunda. um, Skip says that he is just like hilarious and like so happy and just vibrant. You know, he speaks perfect English. Wow. Yeah. So um, Skip's going through it. Um, He says it. um, But you can't be uncovered because the bugs are so bad. So he, you know, you're wearing stuff all over your body the entire time they don't have running water Mm. you know and he's just doing ceremony after ceremony after ceremony um the way that he says it is that it's basically designed to break you down you know Mm -hmm. you're you're kind of being forced into this situation where your ego is just being obliterated in order to you know heal these aspects of self and to get down in there so my heart goes out to him. I don't really know what, like, it's hard for me to imagine exactly what he's going through, but um, I know that he's going to become, come out stronger on the other end. So. Yeah, that's amazing. It's, it's, uh, it's cool to see that dedication to that journey and, and to, to see him follow that, that calling just cause that, that's that, what that dedication, you can't, can't be anything else. Right. Well, the proof is, not be about it everybody does it but when you're actually being about it he's being about it i mean that takes some balls dude to go to i mean it took a lot from him too to put himself out there and say hey i'm raising money for this he had to raise like something like 25 or 30 grand or something and that was like almost primarily from fundraising you know from telling people what he was doing and um yeah, man, I'm, I'm really proud. I'm really proud of him. No, that's great. I'm I'm happy to see that. That just yeah, it's amazing. It's just all around amazing. Yeah. So, well, it's like stripping away everything that we're not, you know, to get yeah to the essence of that which we are, and whatever well it said. takes, whatever it takes, you know, you know the 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 sacred medicines aren't for everybody, but whatever whatever your path is. I, I hope you'll follow it. I hope you'll, you'll, you know, and I'm saying this to who's ever listening. I hope that you'll be true to that, which is calling you yeah. to your own self. And, yeah. you know. Yeah. He, he felt the call very, very strong and um, was kind of like, all right, well, spirit says I'm doing this. So I'm doing this, you know, um, and then I think he's there and he's like, whoa, what did I get myself into? This is crazy. <laughs> you know, my brother is not, he's not a hardcore, um, like kick ass type. You know, he, he's, he, he's putting himself in a situation that is very extreme for himself. But, um, I really respect that he's, he's doing it. He'll come back yeah. a, a different person. You'll get yeah. to know a br- you'll get to know a brand new brother. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, yeah. obviously, we'd, we'd love to talk to him when he gets back. And yeah, uh, I I don't know that I've ever had an episode go this long, and I freaking okay. love it. I, this is so great. Like, okay. there's so many great things that I um I only can request that we get to do this again sometime because. I, yeah. I, I want to be cognizant of people's time and I want them to take all of it in. And if I, if we tell them if there's too much then they may not. So um, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. 
in the top of my heart. Sorry, Ranjita, from the top of my heart. Not to use those words that are draining. No, no, um, no, 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 no. That bottom top. All, that's what at least it's for. it's coming from the heart. And you exactly. guys, have, uh, you know, I, I know I said in the beginning of the episode, but uh, just reinforced throughout this this conversation, such strong influences in my life. I hope when, you know, people hear this conversation, you can find that thread, you can find that that piece that that latches on to whatever it is that, that can make you um yeah, you know, I hope you don't do anything. I hope you listen to it, interpret it the way you want to. I had a great time. So, uh yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, for, if I learned anything, I'm not going to instill what I <laughs> I just want to say thank you um because I I really did enjoy it and you're both amazing people. That, yeah. Um, this, this gives me a platform and, and, uh, it's nothing without the people to be a part of it with. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Brad. Brad, thank you so much. And thank you for, for expanding your repertoire of, of, you know, of guests to, you know, to be able to interweave these different, um, communities of thought and, uh, accesses to our, our own, um, you know, our own spirit, our, our, our great spirit. And I'd like to just close with one, one little statement to my brothers and sisters, our humanity, you know, something that where, where we live in a world where we're being almost, you know, artificially divided, you know, and divided, we fall united, we stand. And if we could agree as a culture of humanity, that our most important, important focus would be, to love and protect our mother earth as, as uh, earth beings, that we, that would be the, the strongest, most powerful thing that we could do that would unite all of us mm. but to protect our sanctuary. She is our earth, our, our source of supplies. If we are the species that is tearing apart our, our mother earth and, utilizing her resources for power and greed and everything else, then we're the stupidest species that's ever been on the planet. So I'm, I'm always going towards let's unite with taking care of our mother. Mm, Beautiful. I'm uh, grateful that you guys uh, decided to have me on and it was really good to me. I look forward to us communicating in the future too. I'd love to connect with you stay connected. Um, Brett, I'm really grateful for you uh, kind of granting this container to for us to have this really powerful, uplifting talk. And um, I'm just grateful for the feeling that I have because I feel like it's, I'm going to have a really good day. So I love you guys. And I think you're an amazing evangelist. And I'm just so, so grateful for what you're doing to inspire the uh, awakening consciousness on this planet. Evan, oh, Evan, thank you so much. Evan Angelist. <laughs> yeah. Heaven, Amazing heaven, heaven, that. heaven, Evan. <laughs> heaven, Evan Evangelist. <laughs> I have a new, uh, new account going up now. <laughs> right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, means a lot. And I know we'll do it again. And uh, until then, I just can't thank you enough. Okay. All right. Mm, have a magical, magical day. You as well. Bye for now. Thanks, everybody. Bye.